Thanksgiving has arrived, 2018 Thanksgiving. Hello, welcome to the Thanksgiving blowout show here of the Y'all Show. Talk with a gobble-gobble accent and, of course, a gobble-gobble y'all accent. I'm John Rawl, thanking you for being a part of us. Yes, this is our final show of the week today. We will be off on Thanksgiving Thursday as well as Black Friday and be back on Monday with an all-new show. So hopefully you all will be able to get through the rest of your week without new shows of y'all, but we appreciate you here and want to be very, 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 very front on the show to tell you we are very thankful for you tuning us in and being a part of our program throughout this first year of the All Southern Program. Our web address is yall.com. Our phone number is 803-816-1170. We'd love to hear from you as we talk all things Southern here on this program. On today's Y'all Show, as we wrap things up for Turkey Day, we're going to be joined in a few minutes by Jonathan Leifite of CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com. And Mr. Lifeite and I will talk about the Atlantic Coast Conference. We've got some football action going on. It's rivalry weekend in college football, and there are some huge matchups in the ACC, and several of which include battles with SEC schools. you got Kentucky and Louisville. The Clemson Tigers host the South Carolina Gamecocks. Florida State and Florida get together. I love that rivalry. And then the big one in the state of Georgia, clean old-fashioned hate. Georgia Tech visits Sanford Stadium and the Georgia Bulldogs. Jonathan will talk about all of those matchups plus other games going on within the conference this weekend and football. Then we've got basketball to talk about with Mr. Lifeite. All kinds of goodness there. In fact, one powerhouse in the ACC has dropped out of the AP Top 25 for college basketball. We'll tell you who that is and find out what else is going on in the ACC when Jonathan stops by in just a few minutes here in hour one when we move over to hour two of today's y'all show we'll have our thanksgiving themed hashtag hullabaloo we have some great stuff in there that we found and we're going to have a fun time digging up that and here's the 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 hint collard greens that'll be a recurring theme that you'll find a lot in today's hashtag hullabaloo and little did i know collards and thanksgiving must go together like butter (laughs) <laughs> and we'll tell you, and actually we talked about butter in hashtag hullabaloo coming up today. So all that, and then we'll close it out today with our visit from Precious Harris in Nashville, Tennessee, in our Nashville Music Line Report, as Precious will recap last week's CMA Awards. She was at another event this week, a star-studded event that she'll tell us about. All that and much, much more coming up here on the Wednesday, y'all. Thank you again. Again, I can't stress that enough. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving to you. We start with a glance of headlines from across the region and down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. A Broward County Sheriff's captain has resigned, and a sergeant was placed on administrative duty Tuesday for their roles in responding to the Parkland school shooting from earlier in the year. Jan Jordan, the captain formerly in charge of the Parkland Division, resigned several days after she was widely criticized by state commission for her role leading the response to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting. She cited personal reasons for her separation form. A news release states that Jordan told Sheriff Scott Israel of her intentions Monday night. Parkland Sergeant Brian Miller was placed on paid administrative duty pending the outcome of an internal review of his response to the shooting. Isn't it amazing that Israel is still the sheriff in Broward County after all of this and, and the fact that he had so many deputies did not do what they should have done in this tragedy back on February 14th 
of 2018 in South Florida where you saw 17 people killed with an assault rifle and now now you're seeing some of the after effects of the personnel that were involved in that and that's what's happened this week with the sheriff's captain resigning after the Parkland shootings. Now to Mississippi and things are getting quite interesting in the U.S. Senate runoff which takes place Tuesday of next week and Cindy Hyde-Smith and Mike Espy actually had their first and only debate on Tuesday night in Jackson, the state capitol. And the current sitting senator for the Magnolia State has now apologized for complimenting a supporter by saying she would attend a public hanging if he invited her to one. <laughs> and then she went on to say other dumb things at Mississippi State. And man, the big news, of sh- breaking news that came out Tuesday was, oh my God, she was pictured wearing a Confederate kepi when she toured Beauvoir, Jefferson Davis's home in Biloxi. And that was like the smoking gun photo that some people thought they had. It was a goofy picture. And she was in a picture from four years ago touring an unbelievable tourist attraction, by the way, in Biloxi, Beauvoir. I highly encourage you all to check it out. It's one of the best presidential museums in the entire country. And it happens to be for the Confederacy's one and only president, Jefferson Davis. That is until I get elected president of the Confederacy here pretty soon on the Y'all Show. Well, can, can I have your vote? Can I bribe you? Can I buy your vote? See, that's that's legal in the CSA. I don't know about in the USA. But, yeah, Cindy Smith and Espy had a debate on Tuesday night. And Mike Espy says that he said that her statement gave Mississippi a black eye. It doesn't need, of course, Mississippi has a history as well as other southern states with racially motivated lynchings. But she didn't say she was going to attend a lynching. She said she was going to attend a hanging, which is not smart words. I've never heard that expression in my life. I've heard a lot of Southern euf- euphemisms and such. But to say, I'm going to attend a public hanging, I don't know where that came from. Uh, she's from south- southwest Mississippi. Perhaps that's an expression used down there. But I I don't know of that one. So I, I would certainly say that her choice of words was not the best. Regardless of race, it was not the best use of words and really stupid. And it took her a couple of days to apologize. She's now apologized. The winner of the runoff on Tuesday gets the final two years of the term that was originally started by Thad Cochran, who had to resign per, for health reasons earlier this year. And Governor Phil Bryant appointed Cindy Smith to be the interim senator but now she's having an election for the remaining two years of the term. And she's in a real battle as Mike Espy, the former congressman and U.S. Agriculture Secretary under Bill Clinton, is seeking to become the state's first black senator since Reconstruction. And with all this controversy now surrounding Senator Smith, I'm not so sure he can't pull this thing out. It all comes down to votes. Who's going to come out and vote on Tuesday? in this special election in the Magnolia State, and we'll be all over it next week covering it in this election. Election 2018 continues. I think this is actually the final election. I know Louisiana often does elections a little bit different, but I think they've even done their elections so far for 2018. They they are slow when they have governor's races. They have them in, like, December or something like that. They have crazy runoffs in the Pelican State. But, yeah, Mississippi... Back in the news for elections. And speaking of the Cindy Smith controversy, Walmart has asked for a contribution back from Senator Smith after her comments. 
Walmart donated $2,000 to Smith's campaign. And then actress Deborah Messing called the retail giant out on Twitter saying, after lynching comments, Walmart donates to Cindy Hyde-Smith with the link to where you could hear that. And sure enough, Walmart, feeling the pressure, has now asked for the $2,000 back. I don't know if you have to give it back, though. It may be, it may be the, the right thing to do, but it's a donation, and do you really have to give a donation back? I think Walmart will be okay if they don't get it back, and I, I really think the campaign for the Republican will be okay if, if they give it back. $2,000 is not really a whole lot of money when you think about all the millions that get spent on elections like this. But Walmart and other companies asking the senator for money back after this controversy. Hey, are you tired of getting those crazy robocalls and spam text messages? Well, the U.S. government said yesterday that it plans to take aim at the scourge of unwelcome phone calls and spam text messages plaguing millions of consumers across the land. And the first measure announced by the FCC aims to create a national database containing information about phone numbers that have recently been disconnected and reassigned to someone else and that effort aims to help businesses such as banks and pharmacies avoid dialing the wrong customers repeatedly. That's a good sign. The second measure, which is a more controversial measure, however, would give text messaging the same legal status as high-speed Internet, in effect offering wireless carriers such as AT&T and Verizon added leeway to block and filter text messages they recognize as spam. Yeah, I'm sure like anybody else out there that's got a cell phone, you're tired of seeing a number pop up that you don't recognize, and especially now that they're getting smart, they'll use a number in your own community oftentimes to call on, or they'll fake it. I think there's a, a certain technical term for that. It's not really a number in your area, but it looks like looks that way. And someone told me that one time they got a phone call, and it was a, a, definitely a telemarketer or something like that, and they were calling from their own number. It, it said like, hey, John Rawls calling John Rawl. But it was certainly not John Rawl talking. It was someone on the other end. That it's just really crazy. And, and I'm, I'm very, uh, just like you, very tired of it. I'm, but I'm also a little surprised that I don't get more of it. I, I mean, I get a couple a day, two or three usually. But I'm surprised I don't get more, especially if you have a landline. And I've had a landline last year. That thing rings hourly by telemarketers. And I, you just end up not using the phone. You you let it go to voicemail every single time because nobody really with any real value is going to be calling you on a landline. They're pretty much reserved for telemarketers, it seems. I know there are exceptions. But I, I'm surprised I don't get, me personally, and please don't don't uh, tell all these telemarketers this. I'm surprised I don't get more, but, but even more importantly, I'm surprised I don't get more of these spam calls at really odd times of day and night, like 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning. Text, a text from China, for example, because when it's 2 and 3 in the morning here, it may be in the middle of the day over there. It could be a lot worse, but still, we don't want to be bothered. Hey, we live in a society where we don't want to be bothered at all, and I don't even want to get a telephone or text if I don't have to from someone or an email. And I'm sure y'all feel the same way. That's why I'm telling you about it here on the Y'all Show. But we'll keep our eye on that. A Louisiana kid has now been arrested in the murder of a pizza driver. This happened in Shreveport. A 13-year-old is accused in the shooting death 
of this pizza delivery driver from earlier in the month. The victim was a 28-year-old named Lester McGee. He had just started his new job with Domino's Pizza two days before his November 13th murder. The teen, whose name has not been released because of his age, surrendered to Shreveport, Louisiana Police on Monday, and he was accompanied by his mother. After being interviewed, authorities said he was taken to the juvenile detention center on a second-degree murder charge. It was unknown if he's represented by an attorney who could speak on his behalf about the case. But golly, to just cold-blooded murder, a pizza delivery driver at 13 years old. That's unfortunately reality here in today's world. To North Carolina and a principal there accused of raping a 12-year-old student has now been found dead. Richard Omar Knight, the principal of Dillard Academy Charter School in Goldsboro, North Carolina, was found in a wooded area with a self-inflicted injury, according to the Goldsboro Police Department. The 35-year-old man's body was discovered by a couple of hunters, and he had an autopsy performed on him. Knight was charged with statutory rape and a sex act and indecent liberties with a female student at the school. An arrest warrant stated officers responded to a sexual assault call at the school on November 15th. A statement from the police stated, and Knight was suspended from his job at the charter school, and an investigation into the incident was ongoing. So this man accused of raping a 12-year-old student now, apparently taking his own life in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Now to country music. we got Precious Harris coming up in hour two with plenty of good stuff. Before we get there, hey, how about this country music legend Garth Brooks? He recently had a big concert at South Bend, Indiana at the stadium there at Notre Dame. And he's going to be having more stops in 2019 at big stadiums across the land. One of them will be Florida's Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville, Florida. This concert will be on April 20th at 7 p.m., and it will be the first concert held at Ben Griffin Stadium in 25 years. Tickets for the Garth Brooks concert go on sale November 29th at 10 a.m. And you can get those at Ticketmaster Express or call 1-800-745-3000. Ticket price, $94.95 total. And all seats are sold best available. And there's an eight-limit ticket per purchase. Now, I had to look this up to see... Garth, where else is he going in this stadium tour? This is just one of several. And this is Borderline South. It's it's in St. Louis. He'll be at the Dome at America Center in St. Louis with the stadium tour on March 9th. You can go to garthbrooks.com and get info on that particular Garth Brooks concert. Then on March 23rd, he'll be way out in the home of the Arizona Cardinals, Glendale, Arizona at State Farm Stadium. For a concert there, and as we said, he'll be in Gainesville, Florida on April 20th. He'll be in Pittsburgh at Pines Field on May 18th of 2019 for the Garth Brooks Stadium Tour. So just a couple of dates announced at this point. I'm surprised some of these aren't multiple dates. He may add those. Sometimes he'll do, if the ticket sales go well, as I'm sure they all will, he'll end up having back-to-back concerts or something like that. Garth Brooks. Still out there promoting his album Anthology Live Part 3 right now. And looking forward to seeing him. Good to see him going. Although he did not win Entertainer of the Year, and maybe he should have last week at the CMA Awards. Precious will talk about that when she's stopping by in just a few minutes here on the Y'all Show. Now to South Carolina and the holy city of Charleston where you'll find the Medical University of South Carolina, which is really the most revered 
medical school in the state of South Carolina, one of only two actually, but the oldest one and, and a great place for medical students to learn the practice. Well, MUSC has now agreed to buy four hospitals throughout the state of South Carolina, and it will be the first time the medical university has purchased other hospitals. And although the price has not been disclosed, the deal involves four hospitals owned by community health systems, and those hospitals are actually nowhere close to Charleston. One is in Lancaster, the Springs Memorial Hospital. One is in Chester, South Carolina, the Chester Regional Medical Center. And Carolina's hospital system hospitals in Mullins and Florence in the PD area of South Carolina. Health officials say the four hospitals have a total of 715 beds, and that compares to what MUSC currently has in Charleston with 713 beds. So they're doubling their capacity there. MUSC President Dr. David Cole says the purchase is part of the emerging MUSC Health Network. Isn't it strange that all over the South you'll see these universities just get into hospital management and taking over hospitals? I think it's happening in every state. Even in Columbia, South Carolina, which is where the University of South Carolina's medical school is, the other medical school in the state of South Carolina, they start, they're starting to have a presence in that area with hospitals and and putting their footprint on clinics and such, even private schools. I know Vanderbilt in Tennessee has their footprint beyond Nashville on medical clinics and such. So big business, the world of medicine and universities right there in the Medical University of South Carolina, MUSC, buying four hospitals in the Palmetto State. Michael Jordan, speaking of the Carolinas, he was back in his hometown of Wilmington, North Carolina this week. And he came to help hurricane victims from Hurricane Florence. And he was helping with the Red Cross and helped give out things. And a lot of people there in the area of Wilmington said that he hasn't forgotten where he comes from. It, it means that we are important. And he came to Wilmington wearing North Carolina Tar Heel blue. He should have been worn, wearing his Charlotte Hornets gear since he is the owner of the Hornets franchise in the Queen City of Charlotte. But he met with hurricane victims, many of whom have benefited from his $2 million donation back in September. And he also gave a $1 million each to the Red Cross and the Foundation for the Carolina's Hurricane Florence Response Fund. Jordan was in Wilmington handing out Thanksgiving dinners at a home improvement store. And he gave away Jordan brand shoes at a Boys and Girls Club Tuesday where he once played as a child. And I was in Wilmington this time last year, and it was funny. People said, yeah, why, Michael Jordan, the great Michael Jordan's from here, but he never comes back here. Well, he was back this week. So kudos to MJ and coming back to his home area where he starred as a basketball player back in the early 1980s and late 70s. And he went to, let's see, Laney High School. I think it's where he played high school ball. He's now 55 years old. Isn't that strange? Michael Jordan, 55, but still looking sharp. And hopefully his basketball team, the Charlotte Hornets, are looking sharp. Love to see them make a nice playoff run this year for MJ and all of the Hornets fans like me. Speaking of basketball, the nation's number one recruit made a decision on Tuesday, James Wiseman. He plays in Memphis, Tennessee, and he has shunned the Kentucky Wildcats and all the other dynasties of college basketball to stay at home. He's going to play for the Memphis Tigers in 2019, and he'll play for head coach Penny Hardaway 
Memphis Tiger legend who played in the NBA. And, man, what a great pickup for the Memphis Tiger basketball program as he, as I said, the number one overall player according to 24-7 sports class of 19 composite rankings. So the Tigers getting a big pickup there. Now, I don't have the name in front of me, sadly, but actually speaking of Memphis Tiger basketball, they just had a, a player this week die of cancer. I don't think he played that much, but, yeah, they, they, they're going from such a low this week of losing a player on a very small roster as every basketball team only has about a dozen players to now having, for next year, the number one overall player decide to come play for the hometown team, James Wiseman. Go Tigers, go. All right, now, it's Thanksgiving, and that's a big deal. It's also Black Friday week here across the South, and people will be getting up at like 2 in the morning, come Friday morning, to, to rush off to places like Walmart. Why, I don't know. But, but they do it, and they save money. But we want to give you a little heads up here. We're ambassadors of the truth on the Y'all Show. And we want to let you know there are fake Black Friday coupons circulating on social media. And be aware, officials are warning people that on social media, these fake coupons are out there. And some claim to be like $150 Black Friday coupons from Kohl's as part of an online promotion. And the scam is posted by Coles Club. Coles Club. Oh, red. And it says, Coles is rewarding each family with a $250 off coupon to celebrate Black Friday. Simple like and share this post and comment done. We will inbox your coupon right away. Well, Coles does not offer such a deal. If Coles offered a $150 coupon for Black Friday, they probably wouldn't be in business on Black Saturday. <laughs> 24 hours later. So watch out for coupons. I don't know how to prove whether something like this is legit or not, but just be smart about your couponing and all that. I think most Black Friday deals aren't even with coupons. You just have to be in the store and they'll announce all the goodies that they've got going on. So I've never participated in Black Friday. I've seen others get up, like I said, at like 2 in the morning and, and rush off to be there when the store opens at 5.30 or something ridiculous like that. If that makes you happy, hey, it's a free country. At least that's what they say. Go out and have a good time and spend money and get this economy going even more than it already is. That's one of the great things we have to be thankful for here in 2018. Things are good financially. They are certainly good there. We will come back here on the Y'all Show and talk ACC football on this Turkey Day Week edition of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. 
Black Friday starts now. Get 60% off everything and 50% off clearance styles at Gap Factory. Plus, don't miss logo favorites from $9.99 and sweaters from $14.99. Save big at Gap Factory. And at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 60% off everything, including clearance. Stock up on cozy sweaters from $19.99 and outerwear from $39.99. Black Friday deals start now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Search our store locator for your nearest Gap Factory and Banana Republic Factory store or shop us online. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays, and I don't know the rest of the song, but I got Jonathan Leifheit of CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports standing by to fill out the rest. Jonathan, welcome in. It's our ACC Spotlight on the Y'all Show. (laughs) Thanks, and I hope you don't ask me to sing. Well, if you want to feel free to chime in, please do so. Jonathan Leifheit's here to talk ACC football on this, the eve of Thanksgiving 2018 and Jonathan before we go too far I want to say thank you to you and your incredible input you provide each and every week that you're (coughs) on here and you have done a great job on our inaugural year of the y'all show so thank you thank you thanks for having me it's always good to always good to talk a little ACC sports well we're we're showing the ACC flag throughout the entire south no matter if we're in West Texas or way down in Florida or in the middle of Alabama, no matter where we are, we're proud to talk about the ACC here on the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent. Well, let's go back to last week. Last week was Cupcake Weekend across college football, but there was some good ACC action to be played. And Jonathan, Clemson, I thought, got a, a little bit of a challenge early from the Duke Blue Devils, but in the end, the number two Tigers held on 35-6. Yeah, it's, you know, it's really sad when uh... – we talk about a challenge, which means that Clemson was challenged for two quarters and they were still up. So that ought to tell you kind of the chasm between Duke and, I mean, excuse me, between Clemson and everybody else, including Duke. Yeah. Well, that was better than what Alabama did on Saturday. I don't know if you saw what they did in the first half. <laughs> 10-10 against the Citadel. That's right. Watch out for that. A little triple, triple option action. I, I, I certainly could appreciate that. Yes, sir. Well, let's talk about Notre Dame. Notre Dame with a convincing win at Yankee Stadium against Syracuse. That's not the best of news for the ACC. I thought Syracuse at number 12 going into that had a chance to pull the upset. Yeah, you know, I thought maybe with, uh, you know, them uh, playing pr- pretty well and whatnot going in there. And, uh, man, they just uh, they just got completely demolished. So uh, not a lot of good news for the ACC in that regard. At least it's 
to the, at the hands of the pseudo ACC member at Notre Dame. Yep. All right, a little bit of an upset in the <laughs> ACC this past weekend, and Jonathan, it sounds like you have the same illness I've got going on. So, attention <laughs> South, stay away from Jonathan and myself, okay? I actually don't have anything. I just got some uh, uh, some stuff in my throat that. Uh, so I'm I'm doing fine actually. Okay. Are you saying you kind of get emotional when you talk to me on the y'all show? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I don't think that would be the right term. No. Okay. A little bit of an upset. <laughs> hey, how about the Knowles? They pick up the win at home, 22-21 over number 20 Boston College. A nice win there, and over a top 20 team. Yeah, you know the Knowles. Uh, uh, they still have hopes. They have to beat Florida to get to the to uh, to bowl eligibility, but they did what they needed to do against Boston College and eked out uh, a 22-21 victory. So one point there uh, down in uh, Tallahassee this past weekend. The misery continues for Louisville. The UofL was absolutely walloped at home by the NC State Wolfpack, 52-10. UNC got a rare win over Western Carolina, 49-26. The Hurricanes topped the Virginia Tech Hokies, 38-14. A little bit of a surprise there. And Georgia Tech got a big win, 30-27 to in overtime over the Hoos of Virginia. And, Jonathan, the last game I was going to tell everybody about was the Pitt Panthers. They went on the road, got a win at Wake, 34-13. And as a result of that, they are your ACC Coastal Division champions. Yeah, they uh, got 6-1 uh, and one headed into the uh, last game, which I believe is against uh, Miami, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, they're in good shape. All they got to do is rest their players and get ready to get their butts handed to them by Clemson. Okay, well, I was going to ask, that was my next question. How much of a chance does Pitt have in the ACC championship game? Well, it's, it's funny, but they have actually beaten Clemson on the road when it was a uh, when Clemson was ranked second before. Uh, but, you know, history doesn't have a way of repeating itself on, on big upsets like that too often. So I'm going to go and say not much of a chance. All right, well, we are seeing some awards be announced right now, now that we're into the last week of the regular season. And Clemson's defensive tackle, Christian Wilkins, was named a finalist for the ESPN College Football Awards. And he is also a finalist for the Outland Trophy. And I don't see any other ACC players listed as of right now. A lot more of these awards will be announced in the coming days, but still a great job there by this Tiger. And Christian Wilkins, a name to be on the lookout for here down the stretch for their Clemson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, that whole defensive line that, that Clemson has is pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, uh, a couple others of those guys uh, also show up on some uh, some awards lists as well. Jonathan, some news out of Blacksburg. We mentioned how they were beat pretty bad this past weekend against the Miami Hurricanes. We've seen them also fall to Georgia Tech in the last couple of weeks. And now one of their players, Rico Kearney, a linebacker for the Hokies, has announced his plans to transfer from Blacksburg, and he's a linebacker there for the ACC Atlantic or Coastal Division team rather what do you know about this decision yeah well yeah I don't know much about about the whys or whatnot but uh I will say that uh you know he was at least contributing at 35 tackles and uh two tackles for loss on the season so uh you know you kind of average that over 10 games that's you know three and a half four tackles so he's definitely out there on the field a good bit uh also played a lot in special teams for them he's player they probably were counting on not so much this year but more in the future uh, so that kind of, uh, kind of, uh, you know, hits their depth a little bit. Yeah. Well, he was a guy who had 35 tackles, 15 of which solo with two tackles for loss. So he wasn't exactly riding the bench, but he's made that decision to transfer. And this, I assume he's played more than four games this year. So he's. Yeah, he redshirted last year. So he'll be, uh, he wasn't eligible for another one of those anyway. Yeah, he was a true freshman. 
when he redshirted last year. He's a six foot, 228 pounder out of Jacksonville, Florida, and we'll see where he goes next. He'll have to sit out no matter where he ends up going as he will be moving on from Virginia Tech and Justin Fuente's team. I would say they definitely win one of the awards this year for underperformance. Oh, good grief. Uh, you know, in their defense, they had a lot of injuries and, and losses on the defensive side of the ball, and that's where most of their, you know, a lot of their issues have been. But their offense, uh, even that did not exactly perform up to, to what they were expecting. Of course, they lost Josh Jackson uh, preseason to an injury. Ryan Willis, uh, didn't, he was okay, but he wasn't quite the dynamic playmaker that uh, that uh, that uh, um, Jackson was. This is the ACC Spotlight. We're talking with Jonathan Leifite of CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com going through ACC football. We'll go to our break here in a moment, and when we come back from that, we've got some ACC basketball news and notes to pass along. So if you like that, and it is that time of year, believe it or not, we got the football and basketball goodies for everybody going on right now here on the y'all show jonathan we move ahead to this weekend nobody plays on thursday in the acc but come friday a good rivalry game in lane stadium those Hokies we've been kind of picking on they have a chance to redeem themselves to some degree as they host their in-state foe the virginia cavaliers that's a 330 blacksburg kickoff time on friday yeah and the i think the interesting part about that game is is virginia tech has won 14 straight in that series um, and so, you know, if you're a Who fan, you're looking at a struggling Virginia Tech team and you're thinking, oh, come on, we've got to end it this year. So I think it's a big matchup for Virginia. They, they've got to find a way to, to kind of get that monkey off their back and, uh, and, uh, and beat the Hokies. So I think they've got as good a chance as they've had in quite a while. Yeah. And, uh, and if Virginia Tech wins that game, I, I'm a Who fan. I'm, I'm probably jumping off the wedge. Well, this is Rivalry Weekend, and I love how the ACC does a good job of stacking up the rivals for just about everybody, their true arch rival here this final weekend of college football's regular season. I'm going to get to the SEC-ACC matchups to wrap this segment up, but right now staying within the ACC footprint, and you got Pitt at Miami. They kind of go back to the Big East days, Pitt number 24 in the country. Thoughts on that one at Hard Rock Stadium? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, Miami's still trying to fight a little bit for some bowl positioning, but uh, they haven't played particularly well down the stretch. Pitt seems to be hitting their stride. So, uh, you know, if I'm Pitt, you want to go in there and make a strong statement, you know, because even after you get walloped by Clemson, you still would like to have a, a decent shot at a bowl. And let's face it, 8-4 and four looks a whole lot better than 7-5, and five, and that's what they're kind of where they're at right now. The Little Tobacco Road schools get together. <clears throat> Wake Forest is at Wallace Way to take on the Duke Blue Devils. Does Wake have anything to play for? Do they have a chance to go to a bowl? Uh, you know, I don't believe they do, but I'm actually I, I'm wrong. They're five and six. Okay. If they win, they'll be bowl eligible. And Duke's already bowl eligible. They are sitting at seven and four. Okay, good job. Fighting Cut Cutcliffs there with that chance at Wallace Wade. Yeah, other Tobacco Road rivalry, NC State will be at Keenan Stadium to take on a struggling North Carolina football team, a team that did get a win last week against WCU. Jonathan, will this be Larry Fedora's last game in Chapel Hill? I, I believe it will, and I'll be shocked if it isn't, to be honest. All right, that's a 12-20 Chapel Hill kick. Syracuse is at Boston College, and that should be a fun time at Alumni Stadium. And now we get to the SEC-ACC matchups, Jonathan, and you got Kentucky, ranked number 15, traveling to Louisville for a game against the Cardinals. I don't think too many people would be picking for the ACC team to win in that matchup. And another flipping the 
the the odds here. The South Carolina Gamecocks are at number two Clemson for a game that kicks off at seven o'clock in Memorial Stadium, Death Valley, Clemson, South Carolina. Jonathan, thoughts on those two particular SEC ACC showdowns? Well, I, I think both of them are are, uh, are unbelievable mismatches. At this point, Louisville is just ready to shut the door on the season, and at this point, Clemson's ready to put a uh, cherry on top of their. Uh, Okay. Uh, college football playoffs uh, Sunday. All right. South Carolina still reeling from a dramatic meltdown against the Florida Gators two weekends ago. Now to Florida, Florida State. Wide right, wide left. This game at Dope Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee. The Gators come in riding a number 11 ranking in the AP poll. Any chance FSU can continue their winning ways against the Florida Gators? Yeah, probably not. And by the way, wide right and wide left was actually Florida State and Miami. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've got to uh, you got to go back to Spurrier and Bowden on the. Florida, I'm going Florida back State. 20 years, so I apologize to everybody. <laughs> I've seen a lot of football in those days, but yeah, you're right. Wide right. I don't know what the Florida Florida State rivalry even. I don't think it has a nickname. No, it doesn't. You know, I don't. I, you know, I don't know if you want to call it the the, the Jorts Bowl or something like that. <laughs> I like that. But here, this next game, Jonathan. <laughs> Definitely have a nickname. It's clean, old-fashioned hate. Georgia, check at Georgia. Georgia ranked number five, and believe it or not, the Dogs have not beaten the Yellow Jackets in Sanford Stadium in four, five, six years, something like that. Jonathan, can the Jackets? Uh, it's been six years. Six years. Can the Jackets continue their mastery between the hedges? I mean, uh, you know where my alliances certainly lead. In uh, no, I don't. I hope... Tell us. Yeah, yeah. I hope that they can keep that up at in Sanford Stadium, but. Uh, Georgia is a really tough squad. Um, I, I think their defense isn't as good as it was last year, but their offense is probably pretty close. Uh, going to be a tough nut to crack. And, uh, you know, Georgia Tech, I think they can do it, um, but they're going to need a little help from uh, from Georgia and probably get some turnovers yep. uh, in order to make it happen. But Tech's playing better. Uh, Georgia's still certainly playing better, uh, playing well, and they have all season. Uh, so we'll see kind of what happens down the uh, between the weeds. That's right. This should be a fun game to watch. That is a 12 Eastern kick from Sanford Stadium. Clean, old-fashioned hate. Georgia Tech and Georgia this football Saturday. We'll go to a break. When we come back, Jonathan's going to stick around, and we're going to talk some ACC basketball. This is the Y'all Show, our ACC Spotlight. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a f- mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Black Friday ever is on. Save up to 50% on Black Friday deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and savings on top brand electronics like Samsung TVs, it's the one sale of the year you don't want to miss. Just call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash Black Friday. Quantities are limited. Call 800 by dell for more Black Friday deals. 
This giving season, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And until December 2nd, you can get special Black Friday prices with 60% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Plus, save on other photo gifts. It's our best deal of the season. So get Black Friday prices with 60% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code RADIO60. That's Vistaprint.com promo code RADIO60. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. Find it at First Aid at Walgreens. And we're back here for the ACC Spotlight Basketball Talk edition of this final show of the week here on the Y'all Show. We will be off on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, as well as Friday. So hopefully you can get through the turkey day and the day after Black Friday without yours truly bringing you plenty of Southern wisdom and fun. We hope you'll be all right. We'll be right back here with you come Monday. So enjoy the football weekend. And, boy, we got some good stuff. But we also have college basketball going up big time. And Jonathan Leifheit of CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com, kind enough to talk some basketball and football with us here before he goes and carves up the Thanksgiving turkey. And Jonathan, the ACC right now still looking pretty good in college basketball. And wanted to talk to you about some of the stuff going on. Notre Dame Reserve Elijah Burns is leaving the team. He's going to graduate in December. And this is a six foot nine senior forward who's largely a backup for Mike Bray's team. But still, you don't want to lose a six foot nine senior forward if you don't have to, and he's out of Notre Dame. Yeah, I think the, I think he was just ready to move on, had got his, his getting his degree in December and decided, you know what, I think it's time for me to go. He's not going to be a star on the team. He's, he's still a contributor, but, you know, largely off the bench, not playing a whole lot. So, you know, I get it. I've seen that happen. You know, sometimes kids are like, okay, I've done my thing. I've done this. This is time for me to go and you know hey he's got his degree so good for him and and uh wish him well in the in the future what is the rule i know what it is in football what is it in basketball if you have a degree what kind of flexibility do you have to go to another school well i mean if you have your degree you can go you know depending on how much eligibility you left but you can certainly transfer without any any penalty but given that he's already if he's already played this year then you know this year is pretty much lost for him oh uh, okay so he will have to sit out if they playing. don't have they don't have the comparable redshirt rules like they've added in football for basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you play, you're you're pretty much burned your your redshirt. Oh, okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on all that as ACC basketball certainly something fun going on right now. Now, some news as Syracuse has dropped out of the top twenty five poll. What's going on with the Orange right now to not be in the top twenty five? They got uh, they got their themselves a. Uh, uh, handed to, uh, they got their butts handed to them the other night. I believe it was 
Uh, let me go back in here and look and see who. Else. Yep, Oregon uh, beat them pretty soundly, um, and that they also got beat by uh, Connecticut, who is an unranked team. So their their uh, record has slid from two and zero to two and two recently and and uh this time of the year especially if you lose to an unranked team you're probably going to drop right on out so uh that's what's happened looking at the top 25 duke still is commanding the standings they're number one with 53 first place votes other teams in the acc virginia checks in at number four the hills are number seven in the latest ap top 25 and virginia tech doing well 13 they did a good job at the charleston classic to get things going last week before the weekend, and Florida State's 14th in the latest poll. Clemson's at 16, and that will be just about all of the ACC teams there with several in the top 16 in the latest AP standings. Jonathan, when Turkey Day comes and you get tired of watching NFL football, there's a couple of college football games going on. Well, the ACC will have a few teams suiting up come Thanksgiving Thursday and a big game going on at Orleans Arena in Las Vegas between the Texas Longhorns and the number 7 North Carolina Tar Heels. That will be on Fox Sports 1. It will tip at 7.30 Chapel Hill time Thursday. So, hey, good break from football to see the Heels and the Horns. Yep, uh, that should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, Texas is ranked, I believe it is. I'm not even sure if they're ranked. I haven't had a chance. I don't think they are. I'm still in college football mode. I haven't had a chance to start looking at it, but I don't think they are now that I mention it. I know they are in football, but I hadn't paid attention to basketball yet. All right. On Saturday, the Mercer Bears travel to NC State for a game, and that is about the only thing. There's no games on Sunday, so you better get your feel of college basketball during the few opportunities that you'll have throughout Thanksgiving weekend. But ACC basketball, something we cover here on the Y'all Show, and glad to do it, glad to do it with Jonathan Leifheit each and every weekend. Jonathan, anything you need to say for us uh, to all the Y'all world before we let you go and, and keep carving up that turkey? Well, there's only one thing to say this week, and that's to hell with Georgia. <laughs> Georgia Tech and Georgia, clean old-fashioned. Hey, Jonathan will be there and bring in the magic back to Sanford Stadium. Jackets looking for what would be their, what, third straight win? Third straight win in there, and I think it will be the fourth and the last six And the last time, Sanford. Last time those two teams faced off in Sanford Stadium, it was the quantum leap for Georgia Tech to give them the edge. And then just before that, it was Mr. Butker. Didn't he kick the game winner there? To, to... He kicked the game tire, sent it to overtime. Tech uh, scored uh, on their first possession, and then DJ White with the interception ah. uh, on the uh, on the ensuing possession by the by the by the hated dogs. Yeah, it sounds like you know this stuff. Do you watch these old games like on an hourly basis? No, not on an hourly day- basis, but I do watch them uh, <laughs> uh, at least once a year. I do go back and refresh on some of them. And, and do you find those on YouTube, or where do you find them? Yeah, YouTube most of the time. Is, isn't that amazing? As a guy, it, it is. As a guy who, for example. I wasn't following. It was, it was actually kind of hard to do back in the 20, uh, 20, 30 years ago to follow teams if you weren't right there with them. So yep. I had to be reminded by you throughout the years about Georgia Tech football, for example. And I don't know what I was doing on January 1st of 1991 when Georgia Tech played Nebraska in the Citrus Bowl, which would have been for the national championship. I didn't see that game. I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't see the game. But I've gone back, thanks to the magic of YouTube, and watched Georgia Tech and win that big game, and, and, and Georgia Tech, by the way, 
is the last team from the state of Georgia to win a national championship. Georgia Tech is also the team from the state of Georgia that has won the most amount of college football national championships. So just thought I'd throw that in a few people's eyes here <laughs> on our ACC spotlight. How about that? You're, you're not hurting my feelings one bit. Not hurting your eye at all. No. All right. Well, Jonathan, thank you again for everything you do, and you and your family have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we'll be back here next week to talk about what happened on Rivalry Weekend and set the stage for the ACC Championship. We know who it's going to be. It'll be the Clemson Tigers and the Pitt Panthers from Charlotte. And we'll break it all down. We may have some coaches' audio leading into the matchup in the Queen City. And we'll still tell you all about ACC basketball next week as well. So, Jonathan, thank you and happy Thanksgiving. You too. Thanks a lot. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving yourself. Yes, sir. Mr. Lightfight. When we come back on hour two of today's Y'all Show, we are going to have a lot of fun. We'll be talking country music with Precious Harris. Remember, she was at last week's CMA Awards in Nashville. i got to find out what she wore, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I saw what she wore. It's beautiful. But also, we want to find out what everybody else was wearing. And, and also, the big winners, her thoughts on the winners, the losers, etc. And plenty of Christmas albums for you to check out now that we're in the Yule Tide. That is all in hour two of today's Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. Friday starts now. Get 60% off everything and 50% off clearance styles at Gap Factory. Plus, don't miss logo favorites from $9.99 and sweaters from $14.99. Save big at Gap Factory. And at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 60% off everything, including clearance. Stock up on cozy sweaters from $19.99 and outerwear from $39.99. Black Friday deals start now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Search our store locator for your nearest Gap Factory and Banana Republic Factory store or shop us online. And welcome back to Hour 2 of the Wednesday, y'all, the final hour of the week, as we'll be off Thursday and Friday for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Oh, yeah, if, if Thursday's craziness wasn't enough where you can just see all the friends and family and have plenty of turkey, watch football, then comes Black Friday where people want to get out at the crack of dawn, if not before, and go spend tons of money. Well, I volunteer not to participate in Black Friday. I know it saves money, and we love our retailers who make lots of money on this unofficial holiday but all that, that's part of the good old holiday weekend that we are a part of now on the Y'all Show. Hello there, I am John Rawl, and happy Thanksgiving to you, and happy Thanksgiving from my family to yours, and thank you for being a part of the Y'all Show here in 2018, our debut year. We've got Precious Harris, she's coming our way in just a few minutes with a report from Nashville. We'll call the hour two to a close with Precious and all the country music stuff. She's got a report from last week's CMA Awards. She was at another event this week 
on Music Row that she'll file a report on and just plenty of good stuff, including a trivia question. All that ahead on Hour 2's in the segment we'll have coming up with country music. But right now, friends, on the Y'all Show, we've got hashtag hullabaloo. Play that music, Knowlton. Yeah, that's it. Sounds good, son. Happy Thanksgiving, son. And happy Thanksgiving to all y'all here on the Y'all Show. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we have some Thanksgiving Turkey Day-related tweets we've just got to share with you before we get out here for a couple of days. And the first one comes from C-M-R-A-N-N on Twitter. And C-M-R-A-N is a teacher, librarian, and training mom, terrible army wife, kick-ass real-world life, she says, and a third-generation Democrat raising a fourth-generation lover of words and stories. Well, thank you very much, C-M-R-A-N-N. And her tweet says, you know you're in the South when there's a well-stocked end cap featuring nothing but collards and pork products. I've actually never seen it before in real life. Okay. Well, welcome to the South. Yes, she saw at, I guess, our local grocery store an end cap with nothing but collards and pork products and I've never actually seen before in real life. Okay. Well, there are some interesting pork products and there's certainly some interesting collard greens available and this raw fellow knows a lot about collards. If you don't believe me, just go Google raw and collards and you'll see quite, quite an assortment of collard goodness available for you across Dixie. Jimmo is on Twitter and Jimmo's Twitter account is at Jim C-A-N-D-O-O. Jim can do. And it he says about himself, a self-proclaimed media H-O-E. And I'll just leave that right there. I consider myself a media H-O-E as well, Jimmo. And Jimmo's tweet says, the baked mac and cheese is more important than the turkey. All right. Well, I'm going to pick on turkey and I've got another tweet turkey related to, to kind of go further with my sentiment on the bird in just a second. Now that's hard for me to say since on Tuesdays y'all we had Matt Hermans come by with an unbelievable report on smoking turkey for Thanksgiving and if you want to know the tips go back and find our archives go to y'all.com and search for the Tuesday y'all and the barrister of bodacious barbecue talk turkey and you're going to you're going to know everything you possibly could need to know about deep frying turkey and or smoking a turkey for Thursday, Friday, or even for Christmas. All that available in our archives at y'all.com. So again, going to put over here to the side, talking about turkey. We'll come back to that in just a second. Lisa Stansberry Humphrey is on Twitter, and I love the Twitter handle for Lisa. It's Flip Flop Lisa, <laughs> at Flip Flop Lisa. Yes, I love that. I could, I could use some flip flops right now. I'm longing for the day I can walk outside and flip flops because it's a little chilly in most of the South right now at Thanksgiving time. And Lisa says, I own a store that sells doof, doof rops. I have no idea what that is. Betting store buyer, ECU and UNC fan. So go Pirates, go Hills. And she says she's Southern and bless her heart. All right. And also she says, I'd rather be in the water. Well, amen to that, Lisa, but not right now. At least not unless you're in a heated pool. But Lisa's tweet says, I'm about to cook collards in the crock pot. Yes, that's a thing, and yes, I can do it outside. <laughs> Friends, again, I come from collard green royalty. I, I promise you. I, I, you will not find a family like mine that is more connected to collards and turnips and mustard greens than the Rawl family. This is what we do. I'm the only one not doing it, and maybe I should be doing it. But one thing about collards that I cannot stand is the smell when people cook them. 
and they will smell your house up. Now, some people may find that very attractive. I don't. So if you can get a crock pot, put collards outside on a grill or wherever you need to cook them, I highly recommend you do that this time of year. Now, I didn't realize, and, and I've seen collards now show up twice in two of our tweets, that collards were that big of a deal at Thanksgiving. I knew they were a big deal at New Year's. That's when you eat collards or mustard greens or turnips because the old superstition is that eating greens will make you a lot of money in the new year. I had no idea that collards were a big deal at Thanksgiving, but they must be. And again, cha-ching, some members of my family really appreciate your support of collard greens, but not me. I don't benefit at all. Mary C. Crocker is on Twitter at M-C-C-U-B-E-D-3. And Mary writes, Thanksgiving is like a race to see how far you can stretch your four sticks of butter. <laughs> butter is a big ingredient in Thanksgiving recipes, Mary. And by the way, what a great last name when you talk about butter. Her last name is Crocker. I guess that's not fake news. It's what she says. Her name is Mary C. Crocker. And again, her tweet is, Thanksgiving is like a race to see how far you can stretch four sticks of butter. Are you a butter person or are you a margarine or parquet fan? I don't really totally understand the difference, but I do like those sticks. And don't y'all just love to get those cold sticks of butter out of the refrigerator and just hold them and then take that knife and slice them? Isn't that kind of fun? Especially when it has a little diagram on the side to tell you how far it is. You have the little half-inch mark and all the other hash marks there. Call me crazy. That's just some of the fun. And when you grow up in the country like I do, there wasn't a whole lot of fun. We didn't have video games. We didn't have YouTube. We had sticks of butter to play with, which is better than sticks of dynamite. Give me some credit here, folks. Mary, thank you for that tweet here on hashtag hullabaloo. We got more Thanksgiving goodness coming your way from Jasmine, J-S-H-A-H-H-H. J-Shaw, I guess is how you pronounce it. And she writes in her handle, may your days be sweet. Well, I like that. Well, Jasmine also puts a tweet out that says, my grandma hates turkey, so she makes us fried chicken. Now, Jasmine, where do you live? I, I would like to come by because I do like turkey, but I don't love turkey. Do y'all love turkey? How many of you really, really deep down just think it's the most wonderful thing ever? I, I find it hard to believe, especially compared to fried chicken. And I've got a fan club member here in the audience in the peanut gallery right now doing a big thumbs down when I talked about how many of you like turkey. So there's one no vote for turkey you like fried chicken? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, big thumbs up for fried chicken. And there's something special about really good fried chicken. Now, me and my fan club, we went out to a KFC the other day and we pigged out on some good chicken. So I'm not saying that's where you need to go for Thanksgiving. They're probably not even open. But uh, until there's a Kentucky fried turkey, then let's talk. But yeah, chicken is something we all love. And, and your grandma, Jasmine, is probably a pretty cool person. And you should be thankful if, you, if you're not a big lover of turkey that she does make fried chicken on Thanksgiving. I know some people that actually make steaks as a tradition on Thanksgiving. I'm okay with that too. But Jasmine, thank you for the sentiment here on hashtag hullabaloo. Betsy Painter. Betsy Painter is the hashtag or Betsy Painter is the Twitter account and the handle. And she writes, me, what did you put in with the greens? Merrill, ham on the bottom. Me? That'll do it. Okay, back to collard green talk. Again, I had no idea that greens were such a big deal at Thanksgiving. Color me an idiot, I guess. But yeah, putting ham on the bottom, I guess, of the pot is what you put in with greens, according to Betsy Painter. And I've seen ham. I know in parts of Georgia, they, they put all kinds of vinegar and spices and stuff like that. 
here is the raw, and we are the we are the Rockefellers of of collard greens. Okay, we are collards in the South, the raw family. Again, my family, but not necessarily me. I'm the outcast. Here is our secret to collard greens, and call me a Yankee if you want to. I'll, I'll be happy. Here's what we have done for generations, and it, it's great. Ketchup. Now, not cold ketchup. Room temperature ketchup on a collard green is great. Try it. Just good old Heinz ketchup. And it is something, if you're a collard green hater, you try that, and you just might be convinced to keep keep on eating and at least clean your plate. You may not become a collard green connoisseur, but ketchup is something that we do on the raw family collard green plantation. And finally, a great tweet coming from TCD, and it's Tay Christine 17 is the Twitter account. Taylor Christine, that's all there is to it, is what Taylor Christine puts on her Twitter ID. And her simple tweet, Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Isn't that a great way to wrap up hashtag Hollow Blue here on this Wednesday leading into Thanksgiving? Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. And we mean it here on the Y'all Show. We really want all of you to have a great Thanksgiving, a great Black Friday. Everybody be safe. There's millions of people hitting the road. I'll be hitting the road some. Other family members will be on the road. Let's all be safe and smart. Watch plenty of football, college basketball is going on. you got other sports. And just have a wonderful weekend. And we'll all reconvene here on Monday. But we're not done here on today's Y'all Show, though. When we come back after this timeout, Precious Harris will be joining us from Nashville, Music City, USA, to talk all things country music as we wind down the Wednesday Y'all. Stay with us. We'll be right back, y'all. And happy Thanksgiving. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. Friday starts now. Get 60% off everything and 50% off clearance styles at Gap Factory. Plus, don't miss logo favorites from $9.99 and sweaters from $14.99. Save big at Gap Factory. And at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 60% off everything, including clearance. Stock up on cozy sweaters from $19.99 and outerwear from $39.99. Black Friday deals start now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Search our store locator for your nearest Gap Factory and Banana Republic Factory store or shop us online. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646.
music here on the y'all show he ain't from the south well he's lived here a long time and hey he is the reigning cma entertainer of the year he won that last week in nashville and this is the music spotlight that we do on wednesdays and from music city usa and music road we bring on now to the y'all show with john rawl our friend and our mouthpiece of all things music precious harris hello precious hey darling how are you I am doing good. Did you have a late night last Wednesday during the CMA Awards? Oh yes, <laughs> we didn't get. I didn't get. By the time I got everybody home, it was about one thirty when I rolled into my house. Oh, that's early. Yeah, a.m. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, still, it's early for you. Oh yeah, it is actually. Well, some of the winners, of course, Urban won Entertainer of the Year. Did did he deserve to win that award compared to the oh, other people? Lord, yes. Okay. Uh, it is. It is. Yes. Uh, well, the biggest thing is because he is, you know, he has had a huge tour the last two years. But he is really, excuse me, he is really, really. So you talking about Keith Urban talk. makes you sleepy. That's why he shouldn't it have won. It, because he's so relaxed and listen to him <laughs> sing. It's like listening to an angel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know some friends of mine on Facebook. I had no idea he was playing in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. And frankly, What's the big deal with Keith Urban playing a concert in Nashville? He lives in Nashville. What's the big deal? Well, these people drove all the way from South Carolina just to see Kurt Keith Urban in concert. So that's the kind of impact he's having some 20 years after he got into the biz. He actually got a deal from Australia, his publishing deal there, and ended up you know, transferring it here to Nashville when he had uh, his band. I want to say River Road. No, he was in then, The Ranch. The Ranch, that's it, yeah. It was Pearl River was the other band that came around at the same time on the same label. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up going solo. And I actually have a picture of him, his very first solo performance at the Grand Ole Opry, at the Ryman Opry House. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, you know he owns a restaurant here in Nashville. I do. I mean, he's doing well. Yeah. He's got him an A-list Hollywood star as a wife. And things are going well for him. Oh, it is. And you know he he loves one of even though he has a restaurant here one of his favorite restaurants is Brown's Diner and that's where Joe Simon and some of the Southern Rockers Don Everly used to hang out at and mm-hmm. and uh, Leon Russell when they were in town but you know that's like a a little hole in the wall secret place where everybody goes to get the greasiest best burgers in the whole world. Now another surprise in my opinion was Chris Stapleton winning male vocalist. I, I had to go back. I am not totally, and I sound like a real negative guy, and I really don't want to be a negative Nancy here, but a lot of my... Sound opinion, like, go ahead. I said, you sound like what now? I missed it. A negative Nancy. I, I'm I'm, com- <laughs> I'm complaining here when I should be promoting, but I had to go back and look, and a lot of my opinion comes from success on the charts and success in other forms. Chris Stapleton won male vocalist, and here's a guy who really has only had one pretty big radio hit at least uh, he sold albums he does well in concerts but from a 
a standpoint of, of, of just having great penetration on radio, he really has not had that. But for whatever reason, people love him. Yeah, well, I guess because he's such a great singer, they 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 bring the vocalist to the singer. Okay. Well, I like you this know, guy. I like this guy's voice, Luke Combs. He won New Artist for the 2018 CMA Awards. An album that surprised me, the album of the year went to Casey Musgroves, and the album was Golden Hour. Now, this is, again, a song or an album that has not had any radio success whatsoever, and she wins album of the year. Yeah, well, see, remember now, it's voted by CMA members, so which comprises about a lot of them are industry people and radio people. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So other winners, vocal group, Old Dominion, they probably deserve that. Vocal duo of the year was Brothers Osborne. Carrie Underwood was the female vocalist of the year. She's had a tough year with her injury and such, but she helped co-host this with Brad Paisley last week, and she wins female a, a winner of the a night there in the Bridgestone Arena. And the musician of the year went to Mac McAnally. That's just some of the winners of the 2018 Country Music Association Awards held last Wednesday night in downtown Nashville. Anything else you want to add to the award-winning night? Yes, everybody was tweeting me about how many pregnant women were on this show. What's going on in the water? There was four. And they're all due about the same time, which is really funny. Uh, It was spring and March. Uh, It was, let's see, uh, Angelina Presley, part of the Pistol Annies. Jason Aldean's wife, Uh, Brittany Who is Angelina Presley's man? Uh... I cannot remember the name of her husband. Is he, uh, is he a celebrity? All ex- no, okay. not a big. I mean, I mean, he's a celebrity in the music world, like uh, musician, but oh, okay. she's very. Um, no, she keeps her personal life on a very low key. Okay. Uh, so, and then there's there was Brittany Carrie, of course, uh, Underwood, and then uh, Chris and Morgan. You know, they're twins or seven months old. I think. You're talking and, about Chris uh, Stapleton. Chris Stapleton, his wife Morgan. Yeah. They and have. They're ex- newborn twins and then she's pregnant again yes and the twins are seven months old yeah that's why stapleton could care less what a a bozo like me says he's he's living the life he's got hit records he's got hit tours and his wife's pregnant for like the 20th time yeah (laughs) you go chris good job that's what it's all about hey i'm glad somebody's having kids precious you and i probably aren't doing the world a favor by procreating and such so hey somebody needs to be having all these kids I adopted about 17. I got 17 that I've adopted. Oh, that, that'll work. That'll work. I've only got one that I know of, and uh, somebody's got to have kids. we got to keep this world thing going, you know? I know, especially kids who love country music. Yeah. Well, that's, that is absolutely true. So you recovered. I saw some photos prior to the awards where you and your so-called 17, 18 kids, you got got a chance to go into the Bridgestone Arena and, and get some some of the, the flavor of what was going on pre-award ceremony what was all that about okay well uh, they belong to a uh, a company here in town called the audience company and uh and it's a company where that uh you have to go through tr- some training and it's a, a way to be able to be a part of the cma awards and other award shows here like the ray charles cma country christmas um uh, the gospel music awards and it's where that they help make sure that the audience uh you know that that the the audience what they call audience control to make sure everybody's safe coming in 
things like that. So everybody's in their seat when the TV comes on uh-huh. and they do part of that. So they actually uh, work with the audience company. And it's a great company to belong to and you get to access to a lot of behind the scenes access, special events, TV tapings. Um, so it's just a really, really cool uh, thing to be a part of. Precious, so, for, right. our, for our listeners and, and potential viewers of our show who don't live in the Nashville area, and they hear us talking about the CMA Awards at a place like Bridgestone Arena. Can they come to the awards if they buy a ticket? Is it enough tickets available out there for the general public to, to come in the future? Yes, okay. uh, but you have to get them like the day they go on sale to the general public. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because I'm and, used to the old days of the Grand Ole Opry House where their tickets were probably only like 2,000 people could come in there. And that was yeah. a lot tougher way to get a, a ticket. But now at a much larger arena... And they really put on a show, and it's live, and it's just a lot of fun. But, yes, you can come to that. And, of course, you've got all the other sights and sounds of Nashville that you can check out music. (coughs) Oh, yeah. And the CMA Awards, uh, (coughs) of course, they had dress rehearsals the night before, and everybody had to – that was going to be doing any seat fill or anything like that. They all had to be in a special attire, special, you know – uh, things you know make sure now during the summertime when we do the cmt awards you can't have any logos on your t-shirts because you know only the, the cma sponsors or the sponsors of the actual cmt awards you know but even if let's just say that you know ford was our sponsor for the awards uh, like it was the other night for our show at the uh, national uh, city winery you know even if you got t-shirts they'll make you turn them inside out really Make sure, yeah, because it's just, it's what they call product placement, and, you know, but you have to be very careful. You know, in the summertime, it's so hot, you know, uh, there are certain things you still have to have shorts down to your knees, you know, things like that, because you want it to look like a a nice award show and not, you know, too out there on the left side of the field. Yep. We're talking with Precious Harris, and I'm not going to ask her to turn her shirt inside out here on this show today. And she's the author of I Know Country with 365 daily country music Q&As. It's available as a downloadable ebook from iknowcountry.com. And Precious is a music journalist and music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. In her book, The College of Songology 101, The Singer-Songwriter's Need-to-Know Reference Handbook, is available at collegeofsongology.com. And you can follow Precious Harris's blog at nashvillemusicline.com. Boy, you've got a lot of good stuff going on. Now, we've been talking about what happened last week with you, Precious, with the CMA Awards, but that was last week, and now we're into this week. And on Monday night of this week, you were at the aforementioned Nashville Winery for the NSAI Songwriters Series, and you got to see a lot of great talent there. So tell us all about it. Well, this... The course, the Nashville, you know, Music City is known as the songwriting capital of the world. Mm-hmm. So just about any given night, you can go see an, a wonderful writer's night and see. You never know you're going to walk in and see John Barry on stage singing like a friend of mine did the other night um, at a show. I think it was over at the Fontenelle. But we were at the City Winery. and uh, Which is, was, where, where is that located? That's located right over off of Lafayette Street, downtown Nashville, real okay. close to the interstate. Okay. And... Uh, but it's called artists and songwriters that they love. So the artist that, that was the, the center point was Morgan Evans. Of course, he's Australian born and married to Kelsey Ballerini. And he's the sweetest. 
I can see why Kelsey fell in love with him. He's just got just oozes with personality. He's just the sweetest person, uh, very respectful. Anyway, and he picked his songwriters, actually helped him write his record um, to come in and do a show. And he had Ashley Gorley, woohoo, Kentucky boy. Uh, and he was named NSAI Songwriter of the Year for the fourth time. And he was also known as the ASCAP Songwriter of the Year for the sixth time. And he's working, I think he's got his 38th number one hit for Marry Me. It uh, was his 38th number one song. But he's written like Good Girl for Carrie Underwood, Brad Paisley, American Saturday Night, uh, Thomas Red's T-shirts. Um, and then he writes a lot with Chris DiStefano, um, who wrote Carrie Underwood's Good Girl. Little Toy Guns, and, and he wrote uh, Billy Currington's Hey Girl. And I love Brett Eldridge, love him. And he's wrote Don't You for Brett. Luke Bryan, that's my kind of night. Then another Kentucky boy, Josh Osborne. Uh, All right, you're pushing wrote, your Kentucky limit. I've let you slide I once. I know, I know. And then Sam Hunt, Body Like a Back Road, Leave the Light On, and uh, Sangria, Blake Shelton, and then Keith Urban's Love It, John Cougar, John Deere, John 316. And the list goes on with John. And then Josh Keir, who's one of his biggest that literally pivoted, changed, uh, was uh, I Need You Now for uh, Lady A. But he also wrote uh, FGLA, God, Your Mom and Me, and Dirk Bentley, Drunk on a Plane, and Carrie Underwood, Before He Cheats. So he is, and of course, one of my lovely Bryce's drinking class. But it was, he, every the songs uh, that Morgan picked for them to sing. So it was really, really cool. And uh, nobody wanted to leave. They made them, we went way past the time we were supposed to be out of there. But it was so much fun. Well, you were out till one thirty on CMA night. So when you have NSAI night, what, what, what? It was 10. 10? Yeah, well, it started, well, I got there. 10 in the morning. You're talking about 10 in no, the morning. No, at 5. Well, the doors open at 5, so I made out sure I went there because I want to have dinner okay. and network and say hello to everybody. And I made two new friends while I was there, which is unusual. I usually make five or six, but I didn't get to get out of my seat because nobody uh-huh. was just like, whoa. And then uh, it lasted. It's supposed to be over at 9. I think they went to like 9.20. But it was just it was just an amazing night. I mean, they Morgan was making fun he said, I'm thinking I went he said, I went and looked you up on Wikipedia and I'm pretty sure that all of y'all together is totals like a hundred hits up here. Number one songs. A hundred number one songs. And everybody started laughing and then since this other song had just went number one, they said, Well it's now one hundred and one because his song, um, you know, uh Morgan Evans his new song mm-hmm. uh has just went number one in Australia. Uh-huh. Uh so yes, and so he was um, he was talking about that. So he was like, "Well, well, now it's a hundred and one." How about that? And this <laughs> so was the NSAI Songwriter Series artists and the songwriters they love that happened on Monday of this week in Precious, right there on the beat, covering it all for us here on the Y'all Show. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, tis the season, and we got some holiday albums for you to consider as we're now into the official holiday season with Thanksgiving this week. And Christmas will be here before you know it. we got a trivia question to go to break. On this date, November 21st in 2016, which artist received a gold disc from the RIAA for his third country airplay number one song, Mind Reader? The song Mind Reader, and it was gold three, two years ago on November 21st. And the answer, 
is coming up next here as we continue with Precious Harris in our Nashville Music Spotlight on the Y'all Show. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Black Friday ever is on. Save up to 50% on Black Friday deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th-gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and savings on top-brand electronics like Samsung TVs, it's the one sale of the year you don't want to miss. Just call 800-BY-DELL or visit dell.com slash Black Friday. Quantities are limited. Call 800-BY-DELL for more Black Friday deals. This giving season, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And until December 2nd, you can get special Black Friday prices with 60% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Plus, save on other photo gifts. It's our best deal of the season. So get Black Friday prices with 60% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code RADIO60. That's Vistaprint.com promo code RADIO60. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Cracked Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Cracked Skin Cream. Find it in First Aid at Walgreens. Justin Lynch on the Y'all Show and a big song for him for two years ago, Mind Reader. It was a gold disc from the RIAA on this date in 2016. Now, Dustin Lynch, he's had a total of five number ones so far. Where is it at? Hell of a Night, Mind Reader, Seeing Red, and Small Town Boy. And we love his voice and love his music. And we're back now to talk country music with Precious Harris here in our final segment of this Wednesday show, the last show of the week. We're going to take off tomorrow, Thanksgiving, Thursday, and Friday. We'll be back with you with an all-new show on Monday. That is if we can get over the turkey. Precious, do you have Thanksgiving plans that include tons of turkey? Yes, lots of turkey. Uh, not so much on cranberry stuff, but sweet potato casserole with lots of nuts, molasses, pecans, and baked marshmallows on top. Ah. Uh, Yes. And do you do you, do you make all this? Oh, 
flip, no. <laughs> I, I go to Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel? <laughs> I, go to, I go to my, no, I'm just teasing. I'm going to go to my daddy's house. Surely your daddy's not going to have to make all this stuff. Oh, he does. He loves to cook. He makes the best dressing in the South. Uh, well, I swear. Text me, text me his address when this is over. I, I'll show the up. The best sage ever. The, uh, he he puts a special kind of sage in his um, in his dressing, and it's so delicious. It's so moist. Well, this is in the hollers of Kentucky, so ain't no telling oh, what's in that stuff. I know. I know. Well, I'm telling you, though, but it's so good. But that's my favorite. You know, we have our – my aunt – Audie used to make pecan pies, and then my my sister-in-law makes the best homemade banana pudding. So we each have our leek, our little dishes and stuff. You know, is banana pudding okay pudding. to eat at Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, you can eat banana pudding anytime. Okay, it's the best. I, I don't know the etiquette no. of banana pudding. Well, but, it's southern. You can have it anytime you want. Right, if Precious says so, then that's good enough for me. That that'll pass. Precious, we just played Dustin Lynch. What you got to say about that talented country music singer? Well, actually, it was I was at the last three number ones for him. Uh, but it was so funny, uh, not this past number one, seeing red, but the one before that, uh, he, I told him cause I helped Kaiser Capos do a lot of custom Capos for the country artists to make sure they get them and help them with some of their endorsements, you know, uh, because it's, they're so intertwined in the country music industry. So anyway, I asked Dustin, I got his logo and everything. I said, what kind of Capo? He said, I want a camo Capo. I said, okay. So I got his logo perfectly centered on a camo capo, and I had it for like seven months. And then I went to his, his last number one party, and I said, guess what I've got? He goes, what? I said, I've got your camo capo. He goes, you do not. I said, I swear. He said, I thought you forgot about me. I said, are you kidding? I said, I knew that if I didn't put it in your hand, you would probably never see it. So I just want you to know I got it. Now, I said, I also got capos for the rest of the band. They just need to let Jenna over at Kaiser know which ones they want. And he hollered at his tour manager and said, hey, come here. And, and he came over. He said, get Precious's number. She's going to help get y'all K-Pulse for the, all the bands. So, and uh, he was just so excited over that one camo capo. He was, like, excited to death. So I didn't realize he would love camo that much. But he did. So I got him his camo capo, and he was very happy. He's still wearing that. I won't call it goofy, but it was a little bit differently styled cowboy hat. Does he still have the same one he wears early in his career? He he does. I don't know if he had it on the other night on the red carpet or not, because I was actually ushering people through back over to the back door to come in to, to get ready to do the mosh pit stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, but he 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 looks good in it, mm-hmm. and because he's you know traditional country, that's that's you know that's his look. And without his cowboy hat, you can't hardly tell, real, recognize who he is. He's almost like Mark Chestnut. Well, don't call him a tall Texan because Dustin Lynch is a proud Tennessean as he was born in Nashville, went to high yes. school in Tullahoma yes. in Middle Tennessee. Yes. And then he's, he's a Lips, Lipscomb Bison. He actually graduated uh, with a BS degree in biology back in 2007, studied biology and chemistry at Lipscomb. And by the way, Lipscomb is right down the street from Music Row. A lot of people think of Nashville and Belmont University, where Precious spent some time. But Lipscomb is right right around the corner, too. So go by some. Who else at Lipscomb? Who else went to Lipscomb, but he dropped out from music? Mm, I should know. Thomas Rhett. Ah. He, was, he was my intern, Carter's roommate, during ah. college. At college time, yeah. And uh, that's how he ended up starting hanging out with his daddy and writing songs. And he just fell in love with it and and decided to go ahead and, and leave leave college and do music full time. 
Okay. Well, so, Lip's going to a good Church of Christ school, and you have to be a little bit disciplined to go there. They don't let you party all night long, I don't think, there at Lipscomb. But they sure do at Belmont. Uh, just ask Precious. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dustin, uh, Dustin, by the way, and all you ladies interested in him, he's 33 years old, Dustin Lynch from Tennessee. All right, Precious, tis the season, and tis the season to go out and get some holiday albums. And I know you've got a list of a few out there for people worth checking out. Tracy Lawrence has got one included in that. Oh, yes, Tracy Lawrence and uh, – uh, John Barry's got one coming out, and uh, there's several of them got. Uh, there's one compilation coming out of of different ones, and I just got through doing all the liner notes for Bobby Helms. You remember Bobby Helms? Yeah, from Sawyer okay. Brown. No, uh, no, this is way, way back. That's a different. Uh, oh, Bob, Bobby, I'm sorry, you're right. Bobby Helms yeah. did Frawline. Yes, but he also did. Uh, Oh, hang on. Bobby Randall uh, is who I was confused with. Yeah, you're Bobby. Yeah, he's still he's producing. He's actually produced one of my clients recently. He's doing really, really well. He's a, actually a wonderful producer. But Bobby Helms wrote a song called uh, uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah, I've heard of that. Also covered by Brenda Lee. And Helms died back in 97, so it's been a while. But what, what about Helms? Helms, anyway, he's got a new – we have actually just redid uh, – redid – we took – what it was, it was he made the record with everybody in one room years ago. And what we did is we did not take away the voice or anything. We just added to it. And we added to it, and we did what they call the Nashville system Sessions and added uh, updates some strings and added a little bit more keyboards. Mm-hmm. And so that is the new Christmas album that is really uh, I'm excited about. That's just uh, It just hit Amazon not too long ago. And uh, so I'm pretty pretty excited about that and of course you know blake shelton's got his um cd his christmas cd out and then uh of course there's also a classic christmas city which has got a lot of different artists doing you know classic country songs like a compilation and then um i tell you the one that i'm excited about that i'm probably gonna go buy uh because i like to have the hard copy cd is martina mcbride's cd ah yeah and uh course one of the best looking men in country music brett eldridge well can i say martina is one of the best looking women in country music is that fair oh yeah oh she's beautiful yeah. she was out uh we just got through with one of our music business things we had an after party and she was there and uh and her and her husband had came in and she was just sitting there with the rest of us in a circle like around the coffee table uh it's like a it's like a, a half moon just sitting there talking to us just like she's like she wasn't a superstar, and well, it was just just like she's a, she's an angel, and and I I, she is. I believe she is, even though she's not from the south. Can you believe she's from Kansas? What 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 what's up with that? By the way, <laughs> Martina, Oh Holy Night, she does one of the best renditions of that Christmas song out there. I've got to ask you about Tracy Lawrence's album though, and it's perfect for this week. It's called Mission Possible Turkey Fry. What what kind of redneck Christmas holiday album is this? Well, that's actually uh, what that is, is that is talking about his mission this week. That's not his album. It's, it's, oh. uh, yeah, that's what he's doing. He did it today, actually. He went and fried, and I, forgot, I haven't got the press release yet because it just now got over with about a couple hours ago. Okay. But he fried enough turkeys to feed all the homeless people at the homeless shelter. Well, well now you're making home. me feel bad. I was picking on him for being a redneck, <laughs> and here he is being he a is. good Samaritan. He don't mind. He is. 
is. Well, I am too. I, I are one too, precious. I know, honey. You are so red that, you know, you could be a Santa Claus hat. That's right. Uh, well, good job, Tracy Lawrence. Again, this was called Mission Possible Turkey Fry. And that happened this week with him handing out turkeys around the Nashville area. And also, is Tracy going to be part of the thing that you're part of called Christmas for Kids? Well, I'm not. They haven't made the announcement yet for the artist. I'm hoping he is. Okay. But uh, I was going to tell you, his album is called Frozen in Time. His Christmas album. He does oh. have a new Christmas album. Out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. Daryl Worley was there last year. Uh, Shannon Dole was there. Always love seeing them. Um, Taylor Swift used to be there until she got super big and super uh, super Garth. political. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's. I mean, her and Garth both did it until they couldn't do it anymore because people would line you know two or three hundred people would line around their buses and nobody else got it and then uh, i think eric heavily is going to be here this year they always try to have it last year we had a uh a, a, uh one of the baseball players from the angels there blake hasselbrock and uh so it's just a i think they had like 21 they had the kid that was on nash next guy rigdon was on there from louisiana they had a couple of sports figures they had uh, lots of country music, uh, and there's do it. They had Love and Theft there, I think, last year. But it's just, I think you pay five bucks to get to go tour like seventy five buses, and there's artists on all the buses. Mm. And sometimes they have to double up if they're like two single males or whatever. They'll double up, and then they a lot of a lot of them give away candy, you know, Christmas candy canes to the kids, and if they got autographed pictures, they give them away. But it's a uh, it's amazing, but. What I what they do is they had a concert last night I think yeah I think it's last night or Monday night one for Christmas for kids and they take the money we usually take one hundred fifty dollars what we usually get and we take a, a child that's been chosen by a teacher we usually get four hundred kids in three different counties and um, whose parents are going through a hard time or you know may have lost their job or things like that and we make sure that they have a wonderful Christmas. And what? so, uh, and then we get the tour buses and the kids get to, we pick them up at school in the tour bus. They get to go on the tour bus. And then we take them and have them they fed pizza with lunch and they get to meet Mr. And Mrs. Santa Claus. And then Jack Daniels, who used to be part of Highway 101 band, him and his Christmas band from the church come out and they play the Christmas jingles and the kids just dance and play all 400 of them in the cafeteria <laughs> of the church. So it's pretty crazy, but it's so rewarding. You know, and then after we get all the kids back home safe, their parents pick them up. We all usually go over to Sam's and have pizza and just take a chill because we we really don't eat or do a lot of things, you know, with the kids. So we usually try to eat a big breakfast because it's going to have to do us all day. And uh, but we go shopping with them and uh, we give them the wish list. I usually because I've been doing it over. I think this is my 26th year. I always try to get the kids to give me a list of what they want, because now think about this. They've got eight. Last year, they had six aisles blocked off that only Christmas for kids could go through there. Imagine 400 shopping carts, 400 kids, and 400 chaperones in Walmart. Mm, that's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. So don't go to the Hendersonville Walmart on <laughs> December 18th. <laughs> uh -huh. Unless you want to pull your hair out. Duly, <laughs> duly noted. Well, it is a wonderful time of year, and we appreciate you and others 
participating in that. Before we get out of here with you today, Precious, we do want to bring up last week we lost Roy Clark at the age of 85, a country music and a broadcast television legend, of course, on Hee Haw all those years. And if you're like me, you grew up in the dark ages where there was no country music readily available. You live for Hee Haw on Saturdays, and Roy and Buck Owens just brought country music to people all over the country. And Precious, your thoughts on this legend who died in Tulsa, Oklahoma last week. Well, I will tell you, I did, I did get to meet him um, about 14 years ago. Very, very nice man. Um, he was at Country Radio Seminar, and he everybody would stop him and talk to him, and it took him like 40 minutes to go like 20 steps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he did, his handlers were there, and he was like, you know, tell me, didn't his hand, like, you know, well, let me just talk to everybody. You know, I'll take care of it. Yeah. But uh, I have a sweet story um, about – couple of three years ago early mendrell had a dinner show and she was telling you know her being the comedian she is was telling a story that how she was on hee-haw with roy and uh at the dinner theater she said she saw the hair and she thought he had a little they're fixed to go live on tv so she saw the hair laying on his collar and so she reached she said let me you know let me make sure you don't have your little hairs on your collar so she reached for the hair and when she pulled it it wasn't his head of hair. It was his chest hair, and he screamed really loud right before they went on the air. And, yeah. of course, the place broke up. She said, and Roy said, just make sure you use my head, my hair, and not my chest hair. And it was like the cutest thing. And I always remember that sweet story about Arlene and Roy Clark. before They were on Hee Haw. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, she was actually a guest on Hee Haw. And so it did sad me because he always made me laugh and it was that was our saturday night hee-haw when we went to mamaw's house in the country how about that yeah and you you and i have so many memories and so do most of our audience if you watch television back when there were only like two or three channels hee-haw was certainly on there come saturday precious thank you very much and you have a wonderful thanksgiving with your family and we'll look forward to talking to you next week All right, darling. See you next week, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And as we wrap up today's y'all show, we're going to go back in the archives to a Roy Clark classic and my theme song. I have not picked cotton. I picked collard greens. I picked green onions, but I have never picked cotton, and neither did Roy Clark, or at least his song from 1970 was a top five smash, and this will be our final show. We'll see you back here Monday. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving, and thanks for listening to the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a southern accent, and don't pick that cotton, y'all. It was Saturday night in Memphis when a redneck grabbed my shirt. And we said, go back to your cotton sack. I left him dying in the dirt. And they'll take me in the morning to the gallows just outside. And then the time I've got, there ain't a hell of a lot that I can look back on with pride. But I never pick cotton. Like my mother did, and my brother did, and my sister did, and I'll never die young. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. 
Black Friday starts now. Get 60% off everything and 50% off clearance styles at Gap Factory. Plus, don't miss logo favorites from $9.99 and sweaters from $14.99. Save big at Gap Factory. And at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 60% off everything, including clearance. Stock up on cozy sweaters from $19.99 and outerwear from $39.99. Black Friday deals start now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Search our store locator for your nearest Gap Factory and Banana Republic Factory store or shop us online. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646.